0: go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Valle Abajo podcast. I think this is our 18th show. I lost count. With us today is a very special day. We're going to have uh, two of your candidates for the city of Socorro. Jesus Reese is running for mayor and René Rodriguez is running for re-election for at-large. Of course, with me as always, Pablo in and out. What's up, Pablo? How's it going, guys? Gentlemen, how are you guys? How are you guys doing? We're doing good, thank you. René is frozen again. Yes, he froze again. sleep. se asustado, que
1: Maybe the Halloween already keeps him soon, too soon. There he is. Hey, hey
0: uh, Mr. Rodriguez, <laughs> how are you, sir?
1: Good, good, good.
0: All right. So we're starting off today. We're talking about the reason we invited you back, and thank you for accepting our invitation, is that uh, we wanted to know more about you guys, and especially because you're running as a team. Uh, we wanted to know your individually, how did you – I'll start with Jesus. Jesus, individually, how did you start in politics?
2: Um, once I graduated from from NMSU um, and I came back to, to Socorro, I came back right at the time, actually, when the recall of Willie Gandala Sr. was happening. Um, And it was a time also when our District 1 representative, uh, Mr. Luis Varela, had been arrested um, and he had, you know, he resigned or whatnot. And and all that stuff was happening. And that's when I got involved in in politics. I've always liked politics since I was little. I've always enjoyed it. Um, In the mid-2000s, you know, seeing what was happening and whatnot. And once I graduated from college, I decided to go ahead and and start getting involved. Um, And then in 2013, that's when I met Rene, and we ran together um, that year. Wow. So that's your second, your second. So this is your second
0: stint running together. Cool. Very cool. Now, Renee, how did you get into politics? By accident. Um,
3: It, 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 it one, um, I want to say that there's a there's a guy, um, Paul Johnson. Paul Johnson was the one that really, really started it all. He came knocking at at my uh, father-in-law's business, and uh, he came looking for me because everybody there in uh, Socorro Road was telling him to talk to me, talk to me. So basically at that time, uh, people know uh, I used to work for Tommy's uh, Body Shop in San Elisario. So, uh, what happened was is that we were being annexed, just all that all that section. So, make a long story short, Paul Johnson came and and, and um, he said, "Hey, we're being annexed." And he he showed me that the papers that I got weren't for the shop itself. So, you know, okay, it was the papers that were uh, the points for the annexation that they uh, send out to to everybody that's going to be annexed that's how I, I started it. Um, and basically I got the business owners, he got the residents and then we went down to uh, the, uh, the council meeting. So a day before I Googled Socorro and, and the mayor and it's like, Oh my God, you saw the gandara's the corruption, you know, uh, plastered all over the internet and stuff. And you started seeing that, you know, they were just, uh, They were just abusing authority there. So that's how I got up. And and basically, to to end it with uh, Paul Johnson, I credit him. Um, It all stent with, with, uh, I went up there, spoke on behalf of everybody. Nobody wanted to talk. And uh, I said, hey, you're just a bunch of corrupt people. And uh, I came on the newspaper the next day.
1: And he froze. No, the ghost got him. I think it pulled him out of his chair really <laughs> quick.
0: And he froze again. So on uh, Rene's point, I believe he's talking about, I don't know, Jesus, you correct me if I'm wrong, is this the Lincoln dairy issue with with one of the Gandaras that was married at the time?
2: Um, so this is when Socorro wanted to go ahead and annex parts to Sanelli. And, you know, Lincoln was part of them and they wanted to go ahead and do that. And that's when Rene and all the business owners um, got involved and and they went to the meeting and so yes later um, the I think it was the son of one of the owners of Licon Dairy, Um, I think Jesse was talking to them and he was recording him and that's when Jesse Jesse was saying hey you know if, if you uh, let us do this you know we'll do a lot of good um, what is it called uh, endorsements or what advertising immediately yes and so that's kind of what led to the whole issue um, later on with the with, with Jesse. Um, but Rene was very active in that that's how he got started. Um, Mr. Paul Johnson, as he mentioned, was, you know, he helped him a lot. Um, and Renee definitely took that that lead with that group and eventually decided to go ahead and, and run for at large um that year, 2013.
0: Wow. That's that's pretty awesome. And those are things that I think uh neat people need to know from from the beginnings of you guys. And we're back here again. I believe a lot of things are changing in Socorro. Uh and and that's what's happening right now where where um where uh Renee's back, so he'll finish his story. Now, Renee, we were talking to Mr. Reese, uh, and we're talking about that was the Gandara situation with the Licon Dairy, right? The involvement. You're still unmuted, yeah. sir. Yes, uh, sorry about that. My connection.
3: All, right, all, right. all my kids are using their tablets and computers and all of that, so I'm losing. I'm losing the connection here. Um, yeah, um, where was I? Um, when we were running, that's what, what happened is that uh, um, Paul Johnson introduced me to this and then therefore, you know, I met a lot of people. Maria Reyes was one of the instrumental ones that, that, that really showed me how to, how to really walk the government path, basically. Um, and then at that same time when we were running, um, we... I was uh, very, um, I knew the Lincolns from the Lincoln Dairy and um, and one day they came up to me and said hey uh, uh, Jesse Gandara bribed us and so on so so that's how it started you know they had recordings and and um, and they just furthermore just stressed the notion that the Gandaras were corrupt you know, right. everybody that got into politics at that time, you know, all these ganderas were were nothing but corruption because they wanted what it was what they could do for themselves and not for the city. So
0: that's right. So that's how you guys started. Um, so eventually you guys ran together and you you how was that? How was it running? And And me and Pablo have talked about this personally, where. We're all we're looking outside our car, our houses, and we're like, hey, there's a car slowing down, you know, things like that. Pablo's told me I told him I go, it's the deal of the game. And I know when I ran for mayor, um, things like that happen. It might be all in our heads, but it also might not be because I've heard it from other people where you that people get. um, Well, you get, you know, intimidated, intimidation per se. Yeah. Did you guys feel that when you, I mean, I can imagine you guys are taking on the, on, on, on the, on Socorro, you're taking on the Gandaras. You know, that's, that's big here. That's, that's humongous. You know, we're, we, you know, and we'll be very honest with you. I hope we can get this video on later is that um, people at the, at, at Chiva Costa, uh Apodaca. Uh, Chaya Apodaca. Sorry, I always say it the wrong. I always say it wrong. <laughs> Chaya Apodaca are actually the again. Are actually yelling yep. criminal. Okay, they're yelling criminal back to the to the Gándaras that are helping Montelongo, Chuy Hernández and what and Oreca. Okay, that's what's happening. We ha, we do have the video. There's a lady, and that's what we want, and that's what we want around here. Because if if Mr. Reese and Mr. Rodriguez were the beginnings of it, they're gonna finish it as well. Okay. So, did you ever feel that stuff, Mr. Rodriguez, or Mr. Reese? Did you ever feel that 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 intimidation from? I mean, I can imagine you're taking on the establishment.
2: You know. So, um, I think that going back to 2013, that was a very uh, hard-fought election. Um, I think that during the election, there wasn't necessarily any intimidation or harassment. I think it was just, you know, two sides um, wanting to win. You know, ultimately we prevailed. Um, For myself, it was afterwards, once we got elected, that's when the, as you mentioned, like cars uh, going to your house and things of that nature really started for me. Um, I remember an episode particular where I was at one of my friends' house who lives over there by Campestre, and uh i think it was my sister and i we were driving home and all of a sudden i noticed that a car was following us and so i'm like okay well like what's going on and and right off the top of my head when you think a car is following you you make different turns that you don't normally make just to make sure that they are following you um and it did it did they followed us you know we we went almost all the way to the house um i got an i-10 they were still following me and then uh they finally sped around us and they just you know they rolled out the window hey that's what you get. And then he took off, you know? Oh, and so that was something really intense for us because we, you could tell he was making the same turns that I was, that I was making. Um, right. And I was making the turns over here off of a Rio Vista area. Um, and definitely, I mean, afterwards we would get cars that would literally park in our driveway um, outside the house and they would park there and just wait and things like that. So I definitely felt that um, after we won the election, not so much during the campaign, but afterwards, that kept on happening uh, throughout my whole term as mayor. There was always something going on. Uh, we actually had to call the police several times because of this. Um, and so Sergeant Montoya, who became a lieutenant with us at the time, was always very proactive in that, wanting to protect me and my family because they got pretty serious with us.
0: Wow. Wow. And you're still running again? See. Yep. And that's the resistance right there. That's the resistance we want to find in people and... and... And like the what we're finding now, Pablo, what we're looking at is that they're getting pushed by somebody else. They're getting pushed. The Gandaras are back, okay. And if our timetable is right, uh, Mr. Willie Gandara Senior is back because his time, his uh, his uh, what's it called?
1: His tenure already came up. I mean, they, well, they, th- they, I mean,
0: the, his his three and a half years of probation are over. Yeah. So now he's back in here. And and I'm going to tell you something. The the intertwining of, of forces is not just... There's a reason. There's five people running for at-large. There's four or five people running for mayor. Four. four. Everything was, yeah,
1: everything was four across. And, and
0: those are things that are, are pre-planned because they want to take votes away from people who actually want to do things. And other people are just the puppets for that. So... Those are the things that that um, that we got to make sure that everybody gets to. And, you know, the people are now rising against this situation. You know, we did see we're seeing a, we're, I saw a line today again uh, of voters, uh, you know, we're getting messages that that they waited two lines, to two hours to vote. But they're willing to vote. And they went out there and voted. And that's what we want. No matter who you vote for, vote, break the records. Here we have in Socorro. If you want something done, let's 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 um, do it right and get out there. Okay. All right. So you know, Mr. Reese, uh, we're gonna go back to you only because Mr. Rodriguez is frozen again. Um,
1: I think it's a ghost that keeps exiting him <laughs> out, bro. <laughs> I
0: don't know what it is. Um, you know, that's that's scary, but it says a lot about your character where you're willing to run again. With things like that happen, and you're nicer than I I am, and Paulo is because, um, I think if I were to see somebody with a car in front of my house, I would be outside doing something. Probably not the smartest move, right, Paulo? Probably because you have actual, you're actually well, trained for that stuff.
1: Now, Paulo, yeah, it's just I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, hey, I, I it goes back to just be if you lose, you lose. You know, take it like a champ. And be a able- be a good sportsman, you know, like don't don't be uh don't be a poor sport, you know, and start trying to intimidate and push people because then obviously to me, I just see it as that that obviously if you have gotta go to that length, you're just you're a weak link, you know what I mean? Right. And right. and just take it like it is, man. I mean, it's like when I, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody's gone, to, or most people have gone fighting the school. Hey, you know, when when you duke it out, guess what? At the end of the day, you shake hands and, and that's it, you leave it there, and that's where it ends. And and that's it but now people want to go to the extreme and like nowadays it's like then you're now messing with families and kids and wives and come yeah. on man. it's different it's those things that that we want to make sure you
0: know um and the and the police force is very different than it was back then when mr reese ran and when they ran the first time those were still corrupt police and and now it's a whole revamped uh, mr. Reese and mr and mr uh, Rodriguez are are fully responsible for what happened to that police force you know sadly to say that the chief they they hired is gone but he 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 wrote his own ticket out so those are things that we want to talk about
1: let me see here and I think bringing up that whole police bringing you know revamping it and bringing it better because I know from before um, I know I can tell you that there wasn't too much relationships with Socorro PD and either like the state or federal level right now there's a lot more relationships being built so that just goes to speak a lot right as far as what has been done to protect our community and I think um
2: guys we spoke about this last time that I was on and, and the importance of allowing the city manager and the administration to do their jobs you know right And that's something that used to happen again a lot in Socorro is that council, you know, we talked about who's supporting who, and and we've mentioned this, I think you guys have mentioned it before, you know, um, in the past it was we're we're running for council and let's see who we can put into important positions, specifically the city manager position, you know, and we saw that as close as 2016 uh, when people ran because they wanted to go ahead and put a specific person in the role and replace the city manager that we have now. And I mentioned this the last time that we spoke is that good things happen when U.S. City Council understand what your role and responsibility is and allowing your employees to do the jobs that they were, are hired to do. Right. You know, the city manager does their job. That's what happens when we came on board. Like you mentioned, we had a lot of issues with the police department. We also talked about that last time, the importance of being able to do things the right way to allowing the chief to come in, the process in, in itself, you know. And the thing is, is that people are always and for the most part, going to look at you and want something in return. Right. You know, and when we made that choice, ultimately, council cho- chose to go ahead and hire uh, former chief Maldonado. And we had people who were upset at us because we didn't choose a person that they wanted. Right. You know, and so you always have to be able to make the right choice to choose the right person based on qualifications. And I'm really happy with the way that the police department has been able to to turn around, credit Ms. Rodriguez and council for continuing to let Mrs. Rodarte Mr. Rodriguez, go ahead and continue working and Chief Burden. Now, um, I was there during one of the times when uh, Ms. Villalobos and, and everything was going down there in early voting, you know, and the police came out, kept the peace, kept everything going with herself right. and the right. And, you know, it's it's very good to see that the police is doing such a good job and, and all the work that they do. So, we,
0: so, Mr. Rodriguez, did you ever feel intimidated or off when you ran? well I, I i i
3: myself never did my wife did feel the pressure um she's the one that you know basically when i'm out of work uh she's the one you know outside you know attending right. the garden or or, the, or the, the we had uh rose bushes and stuff like that and she would see cars that would almost come up to her house and then uh slow down and stuff and she would tell me um those are things that um that uh, do do creep up, you know, and um, and 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 it it made me worry about my family's safety, right? Especially giving the circumstances around that family, you know, um, uh, the council per- person at the time that they got arrested, right. they all hang around, they all did, you know. Um, and you hear all the whispers in, in Socorro that, you know, they were all buying together and, and did drugs and all of that. Of course they all went for drugs and stuff and, and, and others for bribery and stuff, but, uh, uh, make a long story. Um, but like I say, is, is, um, it comes with the territory. You, you have to clean house. You're going to have to, you know, uh, get some, uh, some bumps and bruises now and then, but, um, you know, it, it was for the better, right. for the betterment of the city. And uh, uh, touching on the uh, on the police department, you know, when we came in, you know, there was uh, six seven police officers that were corrupt, and we we let them go, and and you know, we revamped. We we, we had no lines of communications with with um, with the sheriff's department, and I struggled to get me and 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 mr reese which was the mayor at the time to get a a uh, a meeting with uh with the chief of uh of the sheriffs um uh, mr wiles because he didn't want to talk to us because he had nothing wanted nothing with the city of socorro and uh the whole thing is that if we didn't uh, talk to them if we didn't have that meeting then we were gonna have to hit our constituents with ninety thousand dollars worth of overtime um, of uh, police services here in the, in the city, and it was it was a, a, uh, put a big strain on us. So we got that. We we amended the lines of communication. It was uh, uh, something that you know we we fought, and and that's why you know uh, we were a good team then, and we believe that we can do, be a great team now but those are things that we struggled. Yeah. And um and like I said you know I had somebody that had the same mentality and and his Ruiz who wanted to clean up corruption that wanted to have a better image. I mean you don't want to go somewhere in, in in Texas and say you're from Socorro and say oh you know a bunch of corrupt people because yeah. that's what you you heard all the time. Oh your police departments and drugs and stuff like that. So you know that's something that the image that we wanted to change and it's 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 good that you know Mr. Reese decided to run again and and that's why we're here and and we just want to let you guys know that 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 same family wants to come back into politics and and it's a fight and it's a it's a yeah. fight because you know we don't want to revert back to the old you know we want to keep the momentum going as moving the city to the future so um I, I believe that you know if, if if I get elected, you know we're gonna have we're gonna have that ability to keep moving forward at a slower pace, you know. But if we had a mayor, a strong mayor that 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 really understood policies, procedures, um, uh, like Mr. Reese, you know, it could move a little bit quicker and faster because we would have some form of direction.
2: Right. to uh... Since Renee touched on that subject just about when you go out, um, how it used to be and whatnot, right? Um, I remember this one time we had a, we had Congressman Gallego. He was here in Socorro and he was it was just the grand opening of his office right there at the court. And uh, one of the uh, a prominent Democrat in, in the state actually was there and whatnot. And he recognized me and he was like, hey, how are you um, and how you doing mayor and whatnot. And he, he shook my hand, gave me a hug and uh, just to show how people kind of thought about it and you know, maybe the danger that one put themselves in, uh, he looked back surprised and he goes, you're not wearing a bulletproof vest? And I was like, no, why would I? And he's like, oh, no, no reason, just thought you would. And I was like, wow, like, no, that's what, I mean, no, you know, I, I don't feel that we're in that level, but I think it's something that happens to really anybody that's running for office. You have to be able to deal with situations. I mean, people are not gonna be happy uh, once we won, like I mentioned, uh, there was a push for us to put somebody to be city manager. When that didn't happen, that person turned on us real quick. Uh, her and her supporters started going to council, harassing us, attacking us. I mean, it could happen from from any place. Right. You know, it could happen with anybody, not necessarily this family or that family. You make decisions. We're now we're seeing with with uh, Judge Samaniego. You know, people yeah. aren't happy with that whole order that he lit out. I mean, it's going to happen. You know, and like, that's why I say it's important for you to really stick to your guns, to make decisions based on policy and for what is best for the people and not necessarily what is best for my friend or for my familia. This will be here. You can't have that.
0: Right. And those are things that happen. And those are things that we see. And 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 it's not good. And, and that's what we're trying to get away from. Now, uh, both of you, uh, for this question is for both of you guys. What What was the greatest accomplishment as a team for Socorro?
3: Oh, I'll get the I'll I'll get this one. I don't know. I don't know uh, uh, what Jesus um, Ruiz thinks about, but I think our best accomplishment should be should be Nuevo Hueco Tanks. Um, It was a multi million dollar project that I want to stress this out because people. That's a horrible name by James. The, the cheese miss, right? And you hear that? Ah, oh, I brought no, no, no. Let me explain to you something. Uh, i
1: gonna take an hour to explain. I, I brought, I brought,
3: <laughs> I know, I know. I brought, I brought an agenda item, okay? Because I sat at the MP at the at the TPAC, which is one level underneath the MPO, okay? So it's just like this. But on the, on the TPAC, we advise and we push forward to where the NPO, um, um, they make the deci- the final decisions. Um, the Nova Waco tanks um, was on the chopping block. So I said, hey, what's wrong? Uh, what we did at the end is that uh, we found out that they wanted uh, for us to acquire right away. Make a long story short, um, I looked at it, I saw the numbers, I talked to Ruiz at the time he was our mayor and we said, hey, we could do this. And we put $1.5 million, I brought it to the agenda item which the board, the whole uh, um, council agreed that it was a a good project because we understood that the future was in that area. Um, So we saw the potential. So we did that, but we also found out that we lost a $10 million funding uh, from dot So Mayor Reese, at the same time, at the same date and time of the meeting that we were supposed to be going together, talking to all of the 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 landowners, uh, Ted Houghton told them to come and talk to him at his office. And at, so I took the 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 landowners meeting, and he went and talked to Ted Houghton. He brought us back to ten million dollars and I got to save the city over $940,000, which is almost a million dollars out of the $1.5 million. And I think that to me, to me is one of the best, best accomplishments that I've done. Um, of course, I have so many others, but this is one that, that I, uh, I, I really attribute to
2: teamwork.
0: What do you think, Mr. Reese?
2: Yeah, no, uh, definitely. Um, it's something that that was in the works, you know, and, and I know um, people like to say, oh, you guys didn't do it, we did that. No, there's a difference, you know, there's a difference between saying, I'm going to buy a car and down the road, actually buying the car, you know, and doing <laughs> right. all the work that you have to do to get it. That's a, that's a big difference, it. you know, este, and there's a difference between saying, oh, I'm going to put this on the agenda or, or we got this approved, and doing the rest of the work and everything that has to be done for that to get approved. And that's what we were able to do. Este, when we came into office, that project was dead. It was gone. The funding had been removed, no había nada, nothing. Este, um, and then we got a phone call to like, mentioned myself and Mr. Norfleet, who was a uh, city manager at the time, to go ahead and and meet Mr. Houghton. And he, 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 we went, we went there, you know, este, me and Mr. Norfleet, and and we sat down and, and Mr. Howden was very, very honest with me. He told me, he, he told me, look, I like you, Mayor, but the past administration did a whole bunch of messes. And I'm not telling you this because I don't like you, he tells me, but I'm telling you this because you're the one that represents Socorro right now. And he just laid on me and he told me a lot of stuff about all the things that we were doing wrong and why he shouldn't give us the money and all these things. Um, and I just had to st- st- sit there and just take it, you know, because I represented Socorro. You know, I might not have been the one that was there before years and years before, but I was the one on that chair right then and there. Right. You know, and so he told me, you know, this is, you guys really messed this up. The funding is gone. And I told him, you know what, give us a chance. We'll get this working. We'll go ahead and do it. Um, and sure enough, he was able to say, you know, go ahead and, and, and do what you have to do work with landowners, work with different entities, make sure this project gets completed. Um, and, and it was a long, it was a lot of work. As the Mr. Martinez was the one in charge also. Uh, the time to go ahead and do a lot of the work. um him and his staff did a great job, and we were able to go ahead and and get that project completed and And it's really great because I remember that road, that a dirt road and you used to drive and it was a lot of yeah. dust, a lot of holes and things like that. And now you drive on it and it's so nice. Um, it, it's it's it was something that was like I said in the plans, you know, but it never really got approved. it was it was on its way out. The funding had been removed, and we, we were able to go ahead and and save it. And now because of that, Socorro has another entrance directly into i ten. Right,
0: and a lot It
2: is a Gateway I-10. Yeah, um, you see all the stuff that they're building up there on, on I-10, um, Mark, the Waterburger. I think people are excited about the Chick Fil A, the Whistle. Um, and I think it it it's a lot of it's a good opportunity for Socorro.
1: Right, Pablo, what do you got? Now my next question is, you know, I have faith that you guys are both gonna get, and I really hope you guys do, because if not, the city's gonna be hurting, and so are the constituents, you know, Um, what is your guys' next plan? If you guys want to reveal it, what you guys want to bring to Socorro as a team? Because I know you, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, have been trying to... The squad. The what?
0: Call them the squad.
1: The squad? So the squad. What what are you guys the squad? I know you, Mr. Rodriguez, were, were trying to do a lot on your own. Um, but now, if you guys can both be in office at the same time, what is your guys' plan to bring to Socorro, whether it be infrastructure, you know, uh, commercial businesses, whatever it is, what do you guys plan? Look,
3: it... it, it
1: <sighs> If you Listen, want to spill the beans.
3: You you know, you don't want to really come out and say this because, you know, we're, we're in an election, right? But... Yeah. But um, we really don't want to say something and then they come out and then they go tell their side and say, oh, this is what we're bringing when they don't have ideas. We have ideas that we're working on, that we already talked about, that we, if we win, then this is what we want to do. I think that the best thing to say is, you know what? Look, at the end of the day, we, we did a lot of road improvements. We did a lot of infrastructure. Why? Because a lot of people need to understand that when we build uh, old Nova Waco tanks, Mr. Re said it, it was dead, it was dead. I am going to, um, it's elections, but when the election's over, I'm gonna bring you the documentation from the TPAC where on that date it's on the agenda for deletion, okay? Because people say, oh no, 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 it was for deletion. And I'll tell you, there was two items that Socorro had. One was old Waco uh, tanks and the other one was the international bridge. I went in ahead and said, delete the international bridge, but not the old Waco tanks. So I think that we, we wanna still bring a lot of infrastructure because the roads bring commercial, bring uh, uh, the ability to do a, a uh, commercial, and residential areas, you know, we understand that not only do we wanna build homes, but we wanna bring manufacturing, we wanna bring all of that. So we just wanna build our on our infrastructure. It's better to have someone that understands what, what the city needs like Ruiz. And I think that, you know, just to be vague, we do have a lot of plans and we do. And I think that having both of us there again can accomplish it a lot quicker.
2: I think that uh, on my end I'm, I'm, I'm kind of coming into this election in a similar situation that I was in 2013 in, in, in the case that the previous mayor before me had resigned the previous mayor before him um, had been recalled. Um, right now you know Miss Laura Rodriguez was kicked out of office in 2016, 2017, whatever it was. Miss Elia was you know had a lot of issues and so I think that we really need strong leadership from the mayor position. You know, and that is something that I can bring to the table, and that I plan to if I'm elected, just because I've been there before and I know what it takes to get it done. You know, it's one thing to say I'm ready to do this, I'm prepared, I can do it, but you don't have that experience, the right? I mean, at the end of the day, they're just words. You know, Correct. I've done the job, I know what it takes to do it, and I think that that's something that's a core need right now, especially during this pandemic. You know, we see how important it is to have strong leadership that is able to steer the city in the right direction. We don't want somebody that is picking fights like it's happening right now in El Paso because we can't agree on what should be done or what shouldn't be done. You know, at the end of the day, we're here for for the betterment of the people of Socorro. And on my end, I think that's something that is important is to bring that stability back to a mayor position um, because in the past 10 years, it's just been you know, a revolving door. Unfortunately, we haven't been able you look at Horizon and what they what they're able to do, and it's because they have consistent leadership up there. And I think that we have to be able to do the same thing here in Socorro if we really want to move forward.
0: Pablo, before I, you ask I, thank you, Mr. Reese, before you ask your question, now, Pablo, one time we all ran. Well, me and Jesus ran. I think I don't know. It was uh, Mr. Rodriguez, but do you remember the one that the pamphlet that came out that said we were the part of the mafia?
1: No, I never
0: got that one. No, well, it was me and Reese and 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 Rodriguez. Uh, somebody somebody sent out a pamphlet that said we're part of the Socorro Mafia, and that's oh, the kind think- of that that's the kind of stuff that you see in Socorro, and those are things that people really need to investigate because teachers can't be part of the mafia and be teaching younger. You know, they can't be. There's background checks to be a teacher. Okay, so yeah. if we're part of mafia, then you know, trust me, Socorro police would know, sheriffs would know, FBI would know. You know, and, and those are things that that that's that's just one point on what, what Mr. Reese touched on was leadership, where they're out there fighting. Wheelie Gonda seniors out there fighting constituents. But this is not the old Socorro. This is not where, hey, you know, they're they're not, this is like your wife said. This is not your old Mexico. This is not it. This is the new Socorro. People are actually calling him a criminal to his face, which is awesome because it is what it is. Okay? All right. Sorry,
1: Pablo. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good, man. So I'm going to ask a little bit personal question here, but Mr. Rodriguez, what, and I don't want it to sound inappropriate, but what attracted you you I'm still yeah. <laughs> the people are gonna probably say, what are you getting at with this? I'm, so what attracted you uh, to it's an
3: interesting question? I haven't heard it, but it just sounded kind of like okay.
1: So shoot. So what ha- what attracted you to, to go ahead and run with Mr. Reese and Mr. Reese, what was it about Mr. Rodriguez that you wanted to to run together as in a team and become a squad, like Alex said. <laughs>
3: You know, it, I, I'm going to tell you, I, uh, the first time I met Ruiz was, um, uh, when he filled out his paperwork. And then the second time I saw him, we were going, uh, to the, believe it or not, to the gym. <laughs> we were going to the gym at, uh, the, with the tea was at the Tigua Center, and, um, I saw him, he saw me, he came up to me. I think it was mutual. And then we just started talking and he said, hey, well, I'm running for this. Why don't you run for for that? And then we just started talking and I said, hey, well, let's just uh, let's see how it goes. And 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 we just started talking ever since then. And then what, what happened is that it progressed, the conversations progressed. As I remember it was because of the Gandhara um, uh, bribery with the lincons and then it just solidified us a little bit more um and that's how how uh we we started to band a little bit more and then when we were in san Elizario to grab the the business owners and the residents there with paul johnson uh, we were at uh, maya gardens now um it's called maya gardens um chito bowling came up and and said uh that if if I wanted to run, if he, if I was running that uh, that he would run too, and that's how three of us got together uh, because of that. Um, but that was the original, you know, the three amigos was uh, Jesus Reese, myself, and uh, Chito Bolin at the time, and that's how it all started basically. But I mean, that's how I met Jesus. I didn't know him prior to this. Um and that's how I met him is that when we were there at admin and then at the gym and then we just the conversation started from there.
1: That's how sort of I remember. A, sort of a bad situation that was going on, something good came out of it. You guys uh, made a squad. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um I think for for me as when I first met Rene, you know, you see you see him and how he is and how he carries himself. Um, and you definitely see the, the passion that, that he brings to the table. Um, he cares deeply about the issues that were that were affecting Socorro at the time. He wanted to to make a difference. And you always want to be a, a part of somebody like that. Um, Rene is always wanting to learn more. He's somebody who's open to learning. He, he's come a long way from when we first met. I remember uh, in 2014, we went to Pecos. It was actually my birthday. I got to spend my birthday with Rene and Mr. Yes. R- trip it was the best birthday ever best <laughs> birthday ever <laughs> and uh anyways uh they, they were you actually weren't going to depth with that no no it was just you know on the road with <laughs> but uh they they were actually we, we went to a meeting for the texas municipal league the tml for the the region And uh, that's when Rene got selected to join the board of the region, which had never happened before in Socorro history. And I remember that one of the things that he told the people who were interviewing him is that he's like a sponge and that he just wants to absorb as much knowledge as he possibly can, because, you know, at the time he was dry. (laughs) And so he just wanted to absorb knowledge. And that's something that you really want to see in somebody who wants to make a difference in the city. Um, And... Over the course of time in 2016, we decided to, of course, run together again. He won. Um, I lost. Unfortunately, it happens. And then this time around, uh, we decided to get the, the band back together again. And this just because of the, the, the passion and the energy that Rene brings to the table. Um, like I said, we know how he carries himself, how he is, but he is a great person. Um, he cares deeply about Socorro. Uh, you know, on a personal level, he was my the best man at my wedding. You know, and so, I mean, I trust him, you know, I appreciate him as a friend. Um, and as a colleague as well, you know, there were times on council, we disagreed and hey, you know, it happens, but we we're always able to go ahead and and clear the air and, and move forward for the best interest of Socorro and that's why we're, we're running together again, because I feel that we have a really good team between him and myself. Um, and I think that we can really keep moving Socorro forward, like I mentioned, and, and the last time I was here, I really think that these past couple of years, you know, we, we should have done more, we needed to do more and, and we need to be able to move forward. Um, it's it's different this time around because we know about the runoff. In 2016, we didn't really know about the runoff. In 2017, we didn't know about the runoff. Now we know. And so we have to be able to plan accordingly, not only for this election, but also if there is a runoff. How are you going to go ahead and do that? And how can we tell people in this time of pandemic that we are the best team? It's difficult. It is difficult for us because we're not going door to door talking to people like you used to. That was a key factor in you being able to run for office. Now you have to use other methods of, of getting to them and it's a little bit harder you know we don't want to expose them either you know just to get your message across and so it, we have to be able to to find a way and then i think we've done a good job and hopefully that hard work pays off
1: nice well, there, i mean that says a lot for it to have been the the best man on your wedding that says a lot
2: that's really cool Did not yeah he gave that. a great speech that night too you know what that means uh. <laughs>
1: what, was it two hours
2: long he said, let me make this short and then the party ended when he was
0: done.
2: <laughs> the PD was like, Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> no, that's a really cool story, you know. And and those are what that's what you want. Somebody you trust, and people trust each other. You know, those are things that, that we want to make sure that everybody knows that relationship. That is very important. And and you can't say more, you know you know we know you have our backing you know we're we're concerned citizens there's a lot of stuff going on right now and what better people than to than people with experience that can move and i do remember when i was in council and was a pro when we uh, got rid of gloria rodriguez uh, he was a mayor pro tem and people forget what he did and he made those tough decisions for the croker residents you know and those were tough decisions that i remember him uh as a council member you, you 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 know a lot more information and it's like it's three in the morning it's raining what's going on but renee was already there uh helping the crocker residents signing a declaration and things like that and 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 you know those things people don't don't remember that kind of stuff okay people want you to remember what is now but people want to see it, but the, the things you don't see is the human side of of being uh, having empathy for your residents, and I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, the people that have empathy for your residents are uh, residents are being interviewed right now, because Montelongo is all Gandara, Hernández is all Gandara, and Huereque is all Gandara, and you can pick from everybody you got, but when you got two ex- Experienced politicians trying to get back into Socorro with the stories they just told
1: you—that counts for a lot. And and you know what? I, what I what what I've always found to be a healthy relationship in in any kind of relationship, whether it be friends, you know, that they agree on things, but that they also disagree on things, and that that brings a lot of balance. Because if you're always agreeing on something. You're bound to mess up, but if if you there's times where you guys disagree, then it's like, hey, wait a minute, I don't agree with that because maybe you didn't see something that the other person is catching. So therefore, you guys are working together, and it's like, ah, oh, okay, maybe I didn't see it that see it like that. And you know, that's that's what I think you need between these two individuals, and that's what brings a healthy balance and strong leadership to the city you know, when these two get into office, that's what we're gonna have, we're gonna have balance and we're gonna have leadership. And that's something that that we truly need to take this uh, city to the next level, Right. you know?
2: So yeah. Mr. Reese, any last words? No, I just thank you guys for, for having us. Um, it's been a good time. I just think that, you know, like you mentioned, the important thing is for people to go out there and vote. Um, I think as of yesterday, once the, the votes were kind of thing, we were, we we're at about um, 5,500 votes for, for early voting. Um, in 2016, we had about 5,000, so we already kind of broke that record. And I think it's important for people to to go out there and vote and, and make an informed decision. I know that there are a lot of amendments that council put up. I think it's like 28 or something and it can take a while, but those are important. Um, because then people, once the changes are approved, people are going to say, well, when did this go through? Well, we put it on, the, you know, they put it on the ballot and, and everybody had a chance to vote. And it's important for us to go out there and vote, to make an informed decision, get to know the candidates as much as you can. Like I said, it's, it's hard in this time of pandemic, it really is. But Ren and I, we've been doing a lot of walking, we've been doing a lot of phone calls, um, we've been doing a lot of stuff to try to get the, the word out. And I really think that between Rene and myself, we've done a lot of good for Socorro, you know, and, and that's not just something that we say to tutor on horn, horns, it's because it genuinely happened. You know, you look at Horizon Boulevard, that wasn't there, it's done. Right. You look at North Road, that wasn't there, it's done. You look at old Waco tanks, it's not nuevo Waco tanks just because Ralph wanted to name it like that, it's old Waco tanks, you know. That one oh is God. done too. You oh know, me. and so all these projects that weren't there between we, before 2013 when we came into office we got a lot of stuff done over a hundred streets were paved we still have more to do yes sidewalks were added you look at the different businesses that we have and the growth that we can we can experience between renee and i we were able to accomplish a lot of stuff and and the important thing is also is that council wasn't always on our side you know People forget that after Mr. Bowling passed away, unfortunately, we had um, Anthony. Anthony Gander came into council. and He came in with a lot of different ideas and we had to work with him over time. Um, Mr. Cox was there. You know, Mr. Cox and Rene liked to butt heads a lot. You know, there was times when I had to really step in between the both of them and, and tell him to go ahead and, and calm down. And so it wasn't always easy. And that's why I said there's a difference between saying I can do this with nothing to back you up, you know, and, and saying I can do this and know that you were able to do it. I remember this one time. Uh, Rene and Mr. Cox were, were going at it about funding or whatnot and it got pretty heated and, and that's okay because you know it shows that they're passionate about what they what they do um, and I tell them go ahead and apologize guys apologize and <laughs> Rene's like well I'm sorry I'm sorry and then Cox goes oh, I, I'm like apologize Mr. Cox he's like no I don't want to I'm like he already apologized to you just do it you know like we just have to be able to move forward um, and, and and you, you we, we bring that you know a lot of experience to the table a lot of knowledge I think that's important, and hopefully the people of Socorro are able to make the the right decision, regardless of who wins. You know, we're going to respect that. Um, You have to respect it, like Pablo mentioned. I mean, you lose, you lose. It it happens. You know, if you lose, it's because you either didn't do a good enough job or because the people wanted somebody else. You know, and you, you can't argue with people. They tell you, you know what? I know what you stand for, but I want this person instead, and that's their choice. You know, and that's why we live in this great country of ours, because people are able to make their choice, you know, so on. Election day on Tuesday, we'll be nervous. You know, we'll be nervous about what happens at a national level as well. You know, but Rene and I were hopeful that we can walk away either with a victory or make the runoff. You know, and if it's a runoff, we'll get geared for that again and go out it again in December.
0: Yep. Thank you, Mr. Rodriguez. You know, ah, oh, a lot of wounds there. A lot of wounds. <laughs> um.
3: Yes, I know. I know because he brought he brought up a, a, a good point. Do we do butt heads? We're, we're not picked late later before into council it, it it was a progression and and as as time went so did our level of of uh, of, of friendship you know and you know I, I i was always told and i'm just gonna i had some politicians tell me that uh, nobody's your friend that they're just there to use you, and once they use you, um, they'll discard you uh, if you uh, serve no purpose. And you know, time has shown that you know. Uh, I, I feel that I'm with me, that that we're genuinely good people. I had a lasting relationship, just like with Mr. Reese, just like uh, uh, with other people. What I'm trying to say is we might not be perfect. We might not get it all right, but we do come into an agreement for the betterment of the city of Socorro. I may have differences of opinions and so does Jesus, but nevertheless, we come and we 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 look at what's the best option, whether it be his or mine, it doesn't matter. We do what's right for the city of Socorro. And that's the greatest thing is that, you know, I might bring something to the table look at it this way and it might be better or it might be worse or look just scratch your 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 thought and how about this and that's what's great about us is that we work well together of course I work with counsel as well you know because i don't I don't get stuff done by myself just because I bring an agenda item i mean i'm it's gonna pass I mean I have to convince you know, two other of my colleagues to say that my plan is good and that it's going to help the city. So it's it's it comes with the thought and the process behind it and say, hey, this is how it's going to get done. And if it's good, then everybody agrees. With Jesus is it's something that you know we do understand that we need to move the city forward. I know that it was stagnant for many years. You know, we've done just to be an example, the last time I checked, because we, we we have continued to uh, do uh, overlays, but it was 135 overlays in a, in a span of six, six years, six and a half years. But I know that we did a little over uh, 90, I believe, when me and Jesus were in council, and that was a lot because prior to that, from 2013, I mean 2013, all the way to '85, there was only about 20 streets that were only paved in in over 20 years. So. Have we gotten stuff done? Yes. Have we brought uh, sidewalks? Yes. Have we widened streets? Yes. We've done something that no other uh, council has done, and that is to uh, widen our bridges. Yes. So we've done a lot. But like I say, you know, when you look at the number, number to number, and you stack them together, 135 streets that that were repaved versus over 2,000 that are in the city of Socorro, of course, there's no comparison. You're gonna say, well, we haven't really touched uh, or have done a lot, but we've done a lot in in a small period of time. And that's what we bring. We bring that, we bring the the institutional knowledge. You know, I tell all my residents of Socorro, the bad thing about Socorro is that we wanna elect our cuñado, our neighbor, our, our friend, stop that. We all say the same thing. Oh, well, why does Horizon have all of this? Why? Because I keep telling and drilling this to everybody. It's because they keep voting the people who get stuff done, who bring you streets, uh, bring you uh, sidewalks, bring you lights, brings you the infrastructure that's needed to bring commerce into the city. Under Jesus and myself, we brought we brought um, uh, uh, oh my God uh, Popeyes. You know they they revamped the, the Water Burger. They also revamped the the Church's Chicken. Why? Because we were widening our streets. We brought on this infrastructure. We want to continue that. We want to continue that. But if you want to, for the future of Socorro to look like and not even look like Horizon, because I want to be better than Horizon. And I've always said that, that's my goal. I don't wanna be or emulate Horizon. I wanna be better than Horizon so that our our residents can say and be proud of what we've built, that together we can build it and be better than Horizon. But you gotta keep the people in place that are working for you. Not Tino, not your cunado or your comadre. You know, stop listening to chismes. You know, when people say, oh, well, they're doing this and they're corrupt. Well, where are you getting your information? Because let me tell you, the last six years that I've been in council, if I have to how many people go to council, three. Three people only go to council. Don't tell me that you heard from one of those three people. So... Stop listening to your comadre, your compadre, you know, go out and vote. Vote for people that are gonna bring change and good change at that. We don't wanna revert back to the old Gandara ways. We don't want the Gandaras to be meddling around with with our opponents and, and, and just be puppeteers because that's what you're getting. And it's gonna be sad if Socorro reverts back to the old. You know, you wanna fire good employees Educated employees, and I wanna throw this out there so people can understand. Under the gandharas, people were educated but did not have the education on the fields that they worked in. We had a guy who had a business major. He had no reason why he should have been employed as our HR department, as the head of HR. I don't understand that. It's like me, I work, I have a business administration um, uh, degree I have a bachelor's, but I'm not going to go do an operation on a uh, as a brain surgeon. Right, it makes no sense. Now we have educated individuals that work in their field, and that's why we have been able to move the city forward. And I think that me and Jesus bring that. We bring we we're going to bring a lot of continuity. We want to bring a lot of a lot of uh, uh, plans and, and and growth to the city. You know, we've done a lot. And and we wanna we wanna bring it back where we can focus and move the city forward. And I hope that people go out to vote and, and vote for for if if you were okay last year and four or five years ago, then you know keep continuing coming out and vote and, and vote for the people that have been progressing the city.
1: And I think
2: it's important for people to to know something really quick is that since 2013 which is when myself, Rene, Mr. Bowling, rest in peace, uh, were elected, there has been three people elected to District 4, three different people elected to District 2, three different people elected to District 1, and three different people elected to the mayorship. Um, only Rene and Mr. Perez in District 3 have been there the entire time. Mr. Perez won his election in 2014, he won re-election again, Um, And that says a lot about the person that Rene is, because as he mentioned, he gets stuff done. And I can tell you guys that Rene, even though, like I mentioned, council is not always going to be with you. Like he mentioned, you know, you have to work with different people. And when you have that turnover that I just mentioned in council, three people in four different positions, that's a lot of people to have to work with on a regular basis through the past seven years. And Rene has been able to get it done. And Rene is able to work with people and is able to put agenda items that make sense to them. Because at the end of the day, you're not gonna vote for something that you're totally against. You're gonna vote for something that is reasonable to you and that you can get on board with, as Renee likes to say, get on board. you know. And that's what he's able to do. He's able to convince people to work with him to improve Socorro. And that is something that you don't see every day. You don't see somebody like Rene being able to do this for seven straight years when all around him, the positions are just revolving doors. And like he mentioned, and like I've said, we can't have that in Socorro. You need more continuity than just two people in the same position for the past seven years. You need to have more continuity so Socorro can move forward. You know, you have so much change that it just, it's, it's hard to bring in progress and it's hard to have stability when you have that. But Rene has been able to do that. You know, he's able to work with different people. He's been able to work at the TML, at the at the regional level, at the state level, you know, and he's been able to do so much good for Socorro. You know, and I can't wait to see what else he's able to do in the next four years. Right. Paulo. And you know
1: what? I just want to add something. I know on, there's like that neighborhood app. Somebody asked and somebody said something good about Rene and, and Jesus and, and somebody else came out and said, well, how long has Mr. Rodriguez been in office? When has he done sidewalks? And and I asked that they listen to the podcast when we talked to him before, because he indicated exactly how that stuff gets done. And a lot of people think that oh, I can just bam money, you know, money grows on trees, and just, let's just get it done. No, there's a process, Mister. Rodriguez. Explain it that time, how that process goes. So don't think that things just happen. What I want the listeners to to hear and get out of this is don't think that things just happen overnight it takes time it takes a process if you listen to the previous podcast when we talked to Mr. Rodriguez and we talked to Mr. Reese they explain Mm -hmm. and that that tells you that they are knowledgeable and they know what they're doing we don't need anybody else coming into office new and and messing up what what they worked for, especially Mr. Rodriguez, that he's been there longer, you know, and it's like, it's just sad that if we were to revert back to the old times and not progress forward. So, I mean, I'd like to thank you two gentlemen for coming on and, and staying in the fight and wanting to take Socorro in the right direction.
0: Thank you, Pablo. And, and to end this, to thank you both for coming out here. And that's what I wanted the people to understand is that it was more of a storytelling than an interview um, you gotta know these these people, uh why who they are, why they are the way they are, why they feel the way they feel. And and it's a human side of politics, and you won't get it anywhere else because politics in Socorro is 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 the resistance. It really, really is. Jesus grew up here uh and he's seen what's going on, he wants to fight it. He he. He knows that there's a lot of other stuff around it that comes with it, and he's still willing to run. And that's difficult for any family to say, I'm with you, if this is going to happen anyways. And those are things that, that you guys got to see, and we hope that that you see that in both Mr. Rodriguez and Mr. Reese, our mayor at large. I, I don't want the court to go back to the Gandra era. You know, we, we can't have that. We can't. These people were here... And that was a time that Socorro had zero scandals, okay. And as of when well, after Mr. Reese left, we kicked out the mayor right away. <laughs> you know, Mr. Reese should have just stayed there. Well, now we know it would have been a runoff. So we kicked the mayor out of uh, out of my first term, and then we get Elia Garcia, and then she has her scandal, and then I run for mayor. And then you got District Two Ralph Duran, and he has his scandal. The people that are scandalous are the people that keep wanting to get in. Mr. Reese took some time, time off. He came back, and we are glad for that. And there's no, there isn't another way I could tell you to go vote. Go vote on Tuesday if you haven't voted yet. Voté, vaya. Porque es importante que tengamos la ciudad moviendo. We can't stop. Now we can't stop. Okay? We hope you vote for Mr. Reese for mayor and Mr. René Rodriguez for at large. And those are the most two important because now we know that Mr. Montelongo, Mr. Chui Hernandez, and Mr. Hureka are all part of the Gandara crew. Okay? And the Gandaras will ask for payment when it's time to pay the first of the month. So with that, we thank you, gentlemen. We appreciate your time. And uh, go out and vote. We'll be live on Tuesday. Let's see if we get some people on, Pablo. We'll be live on Tuesday at 7 p.m. with the first, hopefully, the first results of the races so we can at least stay for an hour and, and throw out, throw out tonterias and shenanigans. Right. Right. And that's, that's our special to hear at the El Vallejo Bajo podcast. So thank you all. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, Mr. Rodriguez, Mr. Reese, thank you so much. Everybody have a great night. Bye-bye.